Privacy Matters, the RFM Microwave Update Series. I'm Pat Hindle, and I'm here with my co-host, Gary LaRude. In this episode, we're going to continue our coverage of our January radar and antennas issue, which is also our European Microwave Week issue. In case you missed it, European Microwave Week is now delayed until April 2 through 7. And note that everything will be shifted one day, so the exhibition will take place on Monday through Wednesday. But everything else about the schedule remains unchanged. So as a reminder, our cover feature is a planetary radar system for detection and high-resolution imaging of near-celestial bodies written by authors from Raytheon, Corvo, National Radio Astronomy Observatory, and Green Bank Observatory. So it's a great collaboration. This is a multi-static KU-band radar to expand scientific reach and the capability of the Green Bank Observatory. So Gary, what else do we have for our product features? Well, we have uh, two product features in the issue, very interesting, from Synergy Microwave. They've developed a line of metamaterial Mobius-coupled DROs, or dielectric resonator oscillators, and they have fundamental frequencies that go into K-band. The phase noise is very low. At 10 gigahertz, you can get 139, minus 139 dBc per hertz at a 10 kilohertz offset. And the oscillator is very small, only three-quarters of an inch on each side, so it won't take up a lot of board area. Then Pervisus has developed a mid-range software-defined radio. They call it Chestnut, which balances performance, small size, and a more accessible price point. The software-defined radio has four transmit and four receive radios. All are independent, yet they can be phase coherent if required. The overall tuning range is from near DC to 9 gigahertz, and each radio has 500 megahertz of instantaneous bandwidth over that tuning range. So those are the product features. Pat, how about tech briefs? So we had three tech briefs. One was an ultra-portable spectrum analyzer for 6 to 20 gigahertz point-to-point -point bands, and that's from SAF Technica. We also had a cost-effective gas mimic chipset for 5G millimeter wave from SIAE Microelectronica. And finally, a 10-watt KA-band GAN mimic power amplifier family from Morales Technologies. So we all had European companies which fitted our uh, European Microwave Week theme. So turning to the news, uh, IPC Apex Expo 2022 is taking place, and Rogers Corporation had a big launch there. They launched their Radix 3D printable dielectrics family of products. And we've been publishing on this. We had a complete ebook covering a lot of articles about how this can be used for 3D printing RF and microwave products. So it's a very interesting innovation. And actually, our panel in January was also on 3D printing and additive manufacturing. So if you didn't catch that, go to our on demand section in the events and you can watch it. So on the 5G front, GSA announced that there are more than 1,200 5G devices that have been announced so far. 614 are phones, and a little bit surprising to me, 210 were fixed wireless access CPE devices, so it looks like that area could be growing. And another interesting item was from Menlo Micro, and they introduced a high-power SP4T DC to 18 gigahertz switch with 25 watts of CW and 150 watts of pulse power handling. Typical insertion loss is less than 0.6 dB at 12 gigahertz, and really impressive IP3 linearity of 95 dBm. It's also built in with a uh, charge pump and that's integrated in a 5.2 by 4.2 millimeter package, so pretty compact. So we also did a panel session on that subject too on MEMS technology and part of that 
panel was Corvo, and they said they are actually releasing new MEMS devices that are targeted at mobile applications for things like antenna tuning. So that's a new development. A lot going on in the MEMS area. It seems like it's really taking off. Exactly. So, Gary, what did you see in the news? Well, a couple items from me. Uh, there was a big announcement from Intel. They plan to build, this is amazing, between two and eight wafer fabs on a campus near Columbus, Ohio, and they're starting with an initial investment of some $20 billion with construction beginning this year, and they say the first fab will be operational by 2025. This wow. is what I find amazing. Pat Gelsinger, the CEO of Intel, said, our expectation is that this becomes the largest silicon manufacturing location on the planet. That's pretty amazing. And then uh, in the debate over whether 5G is going to kill the airline industry, last week the uh, FAA cleared 78% of the U.S. commercial aircraft for low visibility landing at airports where C-band base stations are deployed. However, earlier this week, the FAA actually prohibited some Boeing 747s and 777s from landing at airports where C-band interference could occur. They say on those aircraft, the altimeter is also used for auto throttle, ground proximity warning, thrust reversers, and traffic collision avoidance system. So uh, we're making progress in that area, but uh, still a ways to go before we're back to normal. Yeah, there was a lot of back and forth with that. It was very interesting to see kind of people blaming the other side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, turning to events, now that European Microwave Week is going to occur in April, our next event is the satellite show in D.C. in March. And again, our panel session in March will be covering flat panel beam steering technologies, so look out for that. It'll be available in the events section of Microwave Journal website. So far, we have Anoki Wave, Ball Aerospace, Cesium Astro, and Roding Schwartz signed up for that, so there's one panelist spot left if anybody's interested. And I guess Mo Mobile World Congress is going to convene in Barcelona beginning February 28th. It's going full steam ahead. Uh, if anyone is going to attend, they will need to provide proof of vaccination or proof that they have recovered from COVID or, as you might expect, a negative PCR or rapid antigen test. And one interesting aspect they're offering, should someone actually get COVID while attending the show and need to remain in Spain, Mobile World Congress will provide insurance that will cover the cost of the extended hotel stay any medical costs, and then transportation home. So it's good to see Mobile World Congress going forward and doing some things to make uh, people assured that it'll be a safe venue. I wouldn't mind getting stuck in Barcelona, so maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, there you go. And that's it for this episode of Frequency Matters. We want to thank our longtime sponsor today, RFMW. They represent the leading companies in the RF microwave and millimeter wave industry, covering from semiconductors to interconnects. RFMW has a very strong technical team to help designers identify the right components for a design. So for your next project, start with RFMW. Thanks everyone for watching or listening and come back for our next episode.